0: Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Good morning. It's a sunny 30 degree day here in Perth. It's not too hot actually today, so we should be fine. We should be okay. We're not sweating bullets. I'm drinking coffee. You you are drinking coffee though. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co hosts. And I'm Mick Ballantyne, the other one of the co hosts. This is JoJo's World, a premium podcast for high quality people. Pick your words very carefully, people who love the finer things in life. Like sitting in my cupboard on a warm day and listening to podcasts and watching a little anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Hey, Liam. Hey, Nick. Can I ask you a question? How I'm is... Liam S. Smith, one of your co hosts. And I'm mean Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co hosts. How's Death Stranding? Nick, that's a really cruel question to ask <laughs> because you've explicitly told me that you don't want me to spoil it for uh, you. Correct. But how is it? Very good. Good, good, good. I wish I could play it so badly, Liam. I can't elaborate because you won't let me. Ugh. But I did throw my blood at a ghost. Like your act, like as in blood from my body, Norman Reedus. Yeah. Huh? Was it effective? It killed it. Oh wow. Okay. Sick. Now everyone wants my blood because it's the only thing that can kill ghosts. Okay. All right. Do you have to deliver your own blood? No, but every time you um you rest in your safe house, it takes a pint from you. Oh Jesus Christ. That's uh, mildly terrifying. But they give you pl- plenty of Monster brand energy drink to ah, replenish yourself. Of course. Filled with electrolytes. Actually there's a nice little Easter egg um from a side mission you can get get a hold of some like craft brew beer. Okay. And that replaces Monster in your um in your safe house. Okay. But if if in a single session you drink all of the cans that are in the safe house. Yeah. Sam gets drunk and trashes the room. Uh, and from that point on, they, they cut you off and just put you back on the monster. <laughs> They're just like, you can't be Trusted. allowed with this beautiful power. Mm. That is amazing. That's yeah, it's a nice touch. Oh. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Death Stranding as much as I really want to with someone, anyone. We are here <laughs> to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Specifically, episode 31 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, part 5, Golden Wind... Vento Oreo Ugon no Kaze Uh, Yakuza 7 (laughs) Yakuza 7 available soon Pull out your cell phone and summon a crayfish to attack your enemies Is that real? Yes Wow It falls from the sky They really are going all out It is also the 144th episode of the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure anime Covering chapters 559 Nice Mm. Through 563 of the manga. Nice. 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 That's a nice round number. That's not... N- no, no. I refuse <laughs> to engage. <laughs> they're both odd. Yeah. And they're two p- odds make an even. Yeah, but not round. Why not? Do, that... What makes a number round? Well, zero's pretty round. Eight's do, pretty do, round. I love a number with curves, baby. How about number six? What about the number... Nine. What about the number Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. This episode is, is of course, called Green Day and Oasis Part 2. Oh. Or, as the Italians would say, duh. <laughs> <laughs> is that seriously how they would say it? No, that's how the French would say it. Ah, how would the Italians say it? Um, let me just think back to my favourite U2 song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it would be... Who, oh, because they speak English. But it might also be you. I'm not totally sure. So, Nick. Yeah. What did you think about this episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? I thought you were going to ask about Legend of Korra. I realized halfway through that I was speaking like someone has stitched my dialogue together from various <laughs> other clips. You got you've got a Frankenbite going on. Hello, Nick. I am here to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okie dokie, Liam, I will help you in this endeavor. Here is a picture of Okie Doke. <laughs> God damn it! We were so close to getting through one episode without mentioning something. It's some been kind of... like six months. One episode. <laughs> so Nick. It was pretty good. Yep. It was alright. I thought it was kind of hilarious mm-hmm. in one very specific moment. I can think of a few. Yep. Uh structurally, I think it's an interesting one. And interesting in kind of a bad way. Mm. Because it starts with that um, Bruno and Seko battle. Yeah. Immediately cuts away for the rest of the episode. (laughs) And then at the very, 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 very end. It's back with Seko and Bruno is nowhere to be seen. But then Bruno's over there and Seko's like, I found you. And we're like, how did he lose him? How did he lose? How did he find? What's going on? Yeah, what did we miss? What What? sort of madcap antics did these two lads get up to when we deigned to look away because a helicopter battle was happening? Ah, man. Don't you hate it when helicopter battles get in the way? I was also surprised that for a battle atop a helicopter with the engine still running, very quiet. Well, that too, but I think I can forgive that for listenability purposes. I guess. But I was surprised that the active rotors played such a small role in the whole proceedings. Hmm. But you know, when you're on top of a helicopter, you don't think about the rotors, you think about the pilot. Have you ever seen the Easter episode of The Adventures of Lena and Woodley? Oh, I think so. Because famously, that show would start um, every episode, they would have a new job and be getting yes. fired for it. Yes. And in the Easter one, they are like doing like a Easter pageant for kids, and they're like a big clown type, and the Easter Bunny. And it's like, look children, the Easter Bunny is coming to visit us in a helicopter! (laughs) And he gets out of the helicopter. And his ears get chopped off? His whole head gets chopped (laughs) off. Don't stand up, you're going into the blades! (laughs) And he's staggering around and all the kids are screaming. (laughs) Oh, that is beautiful. Guys, if you're an American listener or international, most of them are Americans, I've, I've checked the Stats, that's right. We're gathering your data. I'm just like Death surrounding. Whoa. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're an American listener, odds are you probably haven't heard of that show, but I'm pretty sure it's all on YouTube these days. Would strongly recommend you check it out if you like some cheesy 90s comedy. And Australian humour. Mm. Mm. The Adventures of Leno and Woodley. Episode one. Leno and Woodley's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> So Leno, tell me, what can you bring to this job? Oh, you'll find out. I'm about to summon it. <gasps> what? So Nick. Yes. Liam, is that your bloody phone going off, mate? Okay, Liam, is that your bloody phone? Don't make it funny, I want to cut Liam, it. Liam, <laughs> is that your bloody phone coming into the bloody show? I don't know how to turn off Discord notifications. Liam, you put your bloody phone on silent, alright? Fine, I'll put it on friggin' airplane mode, you narc. No, not on airplane mode, you crazy... It <laughs> is on silent. No, the bit on the side should be red, right? It is. Oh my god, it is. What the hell? Liam, what have you done to your phone? That's how it works. This you is, don't know. This is the new iPhone. It's not your phone. That is true. My not, phone. It is your mm, phone. iPhone. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Cause it's it's an iPhone. Smash cut to things that were happening last time. Bruno's driving, and he's like, "I was already dead." Oh no! A corpse smashed through <laughs> our car. A uh, helicopter. Oh, they've got us cornered now. Oh no! A tree. Uh, we've got to kill them before everyone dies. You kill him, and I'll kill him. Go, guys. I'm Bruno. <laughs> And then Seko is like underground being like, oh, I'll kill you before you kill me, Bruno. (laughs) That's like the ultimate, like, yes, that's an obvious statement. It's like, (laughs) yes, I want to kill you before you kill me. But what will you do if I kill you first? (gasps) Ooh, I wonder what would happen if someone, like in an anime, if the main character got killed before the antagonist, but then the author decided... I want to walk that back. Yeah, I just, I want to bring that back a bit. It's like, well, we've already published... Ah, funny, uh, we had it. some, some say, you know, um, seven magical objects we could use to summon a being of great mystical power that we could use yeah. to bring back our fallen ally. Ah, yeah. uh, like the uh, the Infinity seven rings Gems. of power. <laughs> Chaos Emerald. They brought, they, they used the <laughs> Chaos Emeralds to bring Sonic the Hedgehog back to life in 2006 because... walking through a field with his human girlfriend and the villain shoots him in the back and he dies. Well, you're not really scared about how excited you're getting. Sonic 2006 is so bad. It It is. It rules. I watched the entire playthrough of it. It's incredible. He just gets shot in the back and he dies. Wait, did that happen? Yeah. What? In 06? Yeah. What? Which bit? In the the final secret campaign. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Okay. Yeah. He just gets shot in the back. (laughs) And they bring him back with the... Yeah, it works out. Oh, okay. All Everyone right. goes and finds the Chaos Emeralds. like, let's bring Sonic back. And Sonic's like, why did you bring me back? And then he looks like 3D movie Sonic. Oh, no. <laughs> Although they have fixed him now. Frankly, the less said about that whole thing, the better. Yeah. Everyone is going nuts for Baby Yoda, as seen in The Mandalorian. <laughs> I love that we started off with such structure and like, okay, JoJo's, here we go, JoJo's, keep on track, keep on... And now we're just like, you know what? Disney Plus is a sham. I saw a very good image on Twitter yesterday of baby Yoda in the Joker makeup from Joker. (laughs) Have you seen the newest meme that the kids are talking about? Uh, I told my son this was person. No. So things like, I told my son this was... Kurt Cobain And then it's just a guy That is kind of like A little bit pudgy A little old Definitely not Kurt fucking Cobain And you're like Because funny. he's dead Because he's dead um, And then there's one That's like I told my daughter This is Danny DeVito Baby Yoda Oh that's fun Hilarious I, I really like Danny DeVito I also like Danny DeVito. He's in It's Always Sunny And he he's does a people. very good job Yeah he. Uh, he's the penguin <laughs> He's the penguin in, what, in, in the old movie In the old Batman Yeah As in Batman Forever Yeah Ah There you go does he have the same weird list? How many faces does he have? <laughs> so, I just want to do put it out there that, um, I'm not putting out what you think I'm putting out, okay. um, that the Mandalorian is basically Star Wars, Lone Wolf and Cub, and I am here for that, but I haven't watched it and I'm hesitant to, because Mandalorians are boring. How dare you? It's the, um, I realised the other day, it's the, the problem with the Mandalorian as seen, sorry, the Mandalorians, I should specify, Thank you. in greater Star Wars, expanded fiction, uh-huh. is that they combine the Star Wars expanded fictions two problems of the Boba Fett problem. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This guy looks vaguely cool, but he never really did anything of interest. But let's let's just spin reams and reams of fiction in effort to make him the coolest person ever. Uh huh. I'm with you. Like IG88. Yeah, but he um he hacked himself into the second Death Star and like messed with the Emperor by locking doors for him, so he rules. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying is, if it's Boba Fett, it's a problem. But if it's IG-88, that's rad. Boba Fett would never do something so cool, though. He'd you be too busy trying to look cool. Oh. And it, the second problem is the Greedo problem, which is that, you know, if one character we meet in a Star Wars movie has a trait... Every other pe- like person of that species and or... Has all those traits, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. So that's the problem with Mandalorians. Okay, alright. I'm with you. But what about IG-88? He rules. He's a droid. Okay. You know he's in The Mandalorian, right? No, I didn't know that. He's in The Mandalorian. Sick. He's very spinny. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and that's The Mandalorian, baby. Uh, I do want to quickly segue through. Um, <laughs> last week we were talking about... We've got um, a lot of backlog to get through. Talking about um, stands being space viruses. Yes. Uh, one of our listeners... Uh, Did they at you? They private messaged me on Twitter. Oh! Uh, yellow underscore underscore house. Why two underscores? I don't know, man. Private message Liam, the answer. <laughs> Did get in touch uh, because they wanted us to clarify that, of course, people like Polnareff and Mr. still exist who just like made their own stands from pure wanting it. Sure, yeah. But if there's a space virus going around, which can give people stands but is not the only source of them. It's like a catalyst for something that's already there. Oh, uh, okay, alright. I'm with you. I'm with you now. Yep. I just thought Anyway, that... I think that's a fair distinction, but uh I still think the whole space virus thing is kind of stupid. Yeah, I thought that the space virus would just it would just spread, and then people that went through traumatic events would have the catalyst like happen, and that meant, oh yeah, it happened. So when you get stabbed with an arrow, for example, it's quite terrifying. But because of the space virus, <laughs> keep going, they get a stand instead. Right? Maybe? I don't know. Let's keep going. Yeah, right. As we said, things were happening that were happening last week and then the battle resumed. (laughs) Well, I'm good at recapping. (laughs) How how long have we spent bullshitting our way through nonsense? 18 minutes, Liam. We open on the Pepsi (laughs) sign. Hitler rises to power. So, Seko is there and he's like, Oh, Bruno, I'm so angry that you attacked me last time. I'll never let you do that again. And we're just there staring at his, like, finally sculpted stand arse being like, Why did he do that? Don't, okay, don't brush over this, alright? I literally remarked to you, Why is his ass so sculpted? Yeah, putting, putting Solid Snake to shame. Like, literally, they exist outside of his costume. Yeah, they've got a discreet plate. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, I suppose if he what? wants to use the bathroom, he doesn't want to have to take his whole stand off. But it's like, what the f- why? Why would you do this? Well, stands are really a reflection of someone's subconscious spirit. So, do with that what you will. This is clothing. <laughs> it's a stand. Is clothing stands? But that is. It's his stand. What, his entire body? The the bodysuit thing. The gimp suit. It? I thought that was just clothing. No, that's his stand. That's his stand? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised you didn't realise that, Nick. I thought his stand wasn't anything. It was just his ability to, like, move through walls. Watery... No, it's like his gimp suit. Oh. Like how, um, White Album Gently Weeps. White Album Gently Weeps. Diacho? Yeah. Ice guy? Yeah, but didn't he have... Made himself a bodysuit? But didn't he have a buddy behind him the whole time? That was all, like, ice. No. Oh. Never mind that. I don't remember anything... Or if he did, it became the suit. Ooh. I used to have a stand. Then I turned it into a suit. Industry. So, it's some subpar banter happens. Yeah, you you said it might be a translation problem. I have to be charitable and assume it must be a translation problem. Because otherwise it's just not funny. We, we had what we thought was a typo. Yeah. Oh, how dare you attack me? How dare you do something so cleaver? And then he's like, cleaver? No. How dare you do something so lever? Uh beaver, sever. So at this point in a fan sub, at the very top there'd be a remark that's translator's like Translator's note. Beaver means It would be something like, Oh, Okai is beaver. That's why this joke is very funny. You should find it funny. I'm an Otaku. Fuck you. You're like, okay. And then the next bit would be like, no, maybe it's it's Weaver? It's like, translator's note. This means this in Japanese. It's very funny. Two D women are the best. Goodbye. Really, uh, coming strong for the fan sub community today, aren't you? Translator's note: Nick, stop being so mean to the fan sub community. We're the best. I mean, we do an anime podcast. We can't really throw shade at anyone. It's true. We really do. <laughs> we did do an entire bonus episode about Bionicles, and I stand by it. <laughs> so. And we are going to do another bonus episode on two children's toys that don't have such rich lore behind them. Unless you consider the entirety of Western philosophy. Hirohika Araki did tell us about that. So, and mm. uh, then Bruno's like, uh, I think you mean clever. And he's like, what are you, a language teacher? And we all laughed. Liam, I don't get it. Neither do I. What's the joke? The joke is he keeps saying the wrong word. And Bruno is like, um, this is the right word. And then he gets angry. But why? He's a dumb guy. Surely he should be happy with this opportunity to develop himself as a human being. Yes, I have a lifelong love of learning, so when <laughs> someone corrects me on a word, I clasp them by the hands, look deep into their eyes and say, Thank you. Now get out of my fucking face. Uh, it's actually pronounced fucking face. Podcast over. <laughs> um, so Seko was like, oh, I, I can't forget, I need to record you. Let me just get out my, uh, my 90s era camcorder. It's uh, still very 90s. Mm-hmm. And he's fiddling with it and Bruno's like, I'm just going to punch the kill shit this out guy. Of him. <laughs> so he's like, Zipper Buddy. And he's all like... <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. Zipper Buddy. He punches him in the back. But he's too fast dusting. and strong. Big kick to the head. Like, oh. What? what? But my Zipper Man. He... What? He's so fast. Such power. Such speed. And is like, oh, if, we're, uh, if we're going mano a mano, mate, I don't even need a try. So uh he throws the camcorder up into the air and then disappears Whoa. like a Dragon Ball Z character. Comes at him from beneath. Uh, maybe don't say that. Comes at him from beneath. Maybe try it with more gusto. Comes at him from beneath. Like a tremor from the movie Tremors. And of course, <laughs> they're called Graboids, not Tremors. <laughs> Is that what they're actually called? Yeah, the Graboids from Tremors. Okay, yep. Yep, okay. I'll sure. grab you. God damn it. I thought for a second you just said grab boys. The grab boys from Tremors. Hey, Hey, you don't want to mess with us. We're the grab boys. (laughs) Grab boys rule. And we're the crab boys. (laughs) Click, click. (laughs) This is just worms versus crabs. The ultimate battle of nature. Cool. Okay. Uh, (laughs) He comes up. He starts doing, like, they fight. And Bruno is like, oh, his punches are so fast. How is he doing it? It should be impossible for him to move so quickly. So what he's doing... Mm-hmm. Is he is using his super his powers that make the ground malleable, and then punching the ground with his elbows, and then springing back up? Yeah, this really feels like more of a Trish move. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. If he can turn it into like liquid, how that should help with recoil. Yeah, but I'm surprised. Tri- I mean, Trish only gets one battle, but I'm surprised. Oh. Uh, I'm surprised she never pulled anything like that. Yeah. Maybe she should have come out of the turtle. Yeah, maybe she should have helped with this. Everyone else who wasn't Naranchio who got dunked up right at the start, was helping. Yeah. yeah Trish, pull your friggin' weight. Come on, Trish. She got us into this mess. Did she? I mean, it's her dad. That's true. That is true. And it was Jornos' decision but to go against Bruno's the But it was Bruno's decision to go against the boss. True. But also Jornos. Like, he's the. They're all culpable. They're all... They're all paying the ultimate price for betraying the boss. And his name is... Me. <laughs> Liam, this whole time... He's hitting the ground with his elbows and using the elasticity to give him recoil, like a boxer using the ring rope to enhance their punches. Never seen that in my life. I bet it's like a... A like, a wrestler using the bottom part of the stage probab- to assist in their grapples. Well, a wrestler running off the ring ropes is probably a more common analogy. Yeah. But I bet there's like some old-timey boxing technique about using the ring ropes to do big punches. <laughs> And he's coming in from behind. He's coming in from behind. And he's using the ring ropes. Yeah, normally when someone's got you on the ropes, it means that you're losing. But this time, when I'm on the ropes, I'm using them to enhance my punches and make (laughs) them even better. This is the ultimate nerd comeback. It's (laughs) like, he's got him on the ropes. Yeah, well, I've used... With my knowledge of tactics, because I studied. (laughs) I studied the ring ropes. I studied the way of the fist. Boing. And then you just get, like, roundhouse kicked in the eyes. This is MMA, motherfucker. (laughs) And then Oasis is going to kill him and Bruno is like on the edge of a an, another just like random sheer drop on the footpath. Yeah, man, it's Italy. Uh, and then he zips away the corner he's on and is like, bye. Uh, and he can go down because he's already dead. Oh. And Seko gets out the uh, camcorder and is like, he can go down. Because he's already dead. Oh, I get it now. Oh. Bruno's the most alive of us all. Because he's no, dead. He's already dead. His pulse doesn't exist. Oh, I'm just going to have to friggin' break your body till you can't move then. Fair, fair, fair comeback. Good strat. Fair. Very, um, dead space. <laughs> Very, yeah, so if I just annihilate you, you can't beat me. Funny that worked against another little dead guy we met. Bruno Bucciarati? Notorious B.I.G. Ah, classic. Is he still... Yeah, he's still causing trouble in the seas. Do did, did we ever see... Weird question. Do we ever see Notorious B.I.G. ever again? No. Oh. I would love if there was like a sailor part where they go into that specific part of the ocean. I would also love if there was a sailor part, mm. just for unrelated reasons. Yeah. There's a future Jojo who dresses like a sailor, but he's just doing his own thing. Oh. Oh, okay. That's a bit <laughs> annoying. Why is he dressing like a sailor? i yeah, okay. got to dress like something. <laughs> Araki's progression from, yeah, these dudes are in like the 1800s. They need dapper wear. To, hey, this guy could have been a sailor, but he's not. There's a bit more to it than that, but I don't want to oh, go okay. into all right. future lore. But it, the, the long and short of it is, he kind of just wants to. Oh, okay, all right. I want to be a sailor, do you? Eh, yeah, I want to dress like one. All Meanwhile, right. in the helicopter. So... Giorno has stopped the helicopter using this giant tree Yeah, he turned the bullets into a tree And it's all alive Because there's no like conservation of mass with the shit he can make Apparently Just do whatever he wants Yeah So the the helicopter is stuck in the tree and Chikolata's like Oh man, these guys, that newbie Giorno Giovanna He's a real troublemaker, I'm going to have to murder him Mm. Oh no, they're coming for me (laughs) Well he doesn't quite sound like that He's pretty much like that at this stage (laughs) And then we're down with the, uh, oh, he's like, oh, I'm going to use this helicopter real big and fly away. Oh, no, the tree's too strong. What? How dare oh. he? And down down on the rooftop, the guys are like, well, here's the tree. Let's climb up there and go kill him. No, 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 John No, don't be silly. That helicopter's in within range. I'll just shoot oh. him in the head. So, Mr. like, pulls up the gun, shoots five bullets. Mm-hmm. Cowardly sad boy number five remains behind. And he's all like, ah! There's <laughs> so much of that this episode Thanks It was so really much. grating on me by the end <laughs> See I was really getting into it by the end of it Like I don't mind them just talking But it's specifically when they go Mister. <laughs> What about when they go Jurno! That's fine Oh okay alright <laughs> For some reason that's better Something just about the tone of that Just like flies straight through my brain And sets off pain alarms <laughs> Like a bullet I know how the body works yeah, but someone does. <laughs> and that man, Chickalata, uh, who's not in the helicopter. Yeah, so they fly up there, their bullets run out of steam. They're like, let's just have a look around. Where is he? He gone. And then, like, two of them get cut in half. What? what it, but why? How? Who? Where? Nobody knows. And then, like, half of Mister's head just, like, explodes in blood. Jono's all like, all right, Mister, listen up. You, Oh, no, you're exploding. Mm, and, that's bad. And, oh. and then up in the helicopter... um. I don't know, number three is like, what's going on? Oh, and then two more are gone. Uh, so five's all like, mister, bring them back. But it's too late. He can't bring them back. And he just like explodes in blood. Jorno gently lays him downward on the rooftop. You had many words on this. Three I mean, whole words. Yeah, It's just like funny how we just put him down and he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> or did he... Put him down. Oh. Uh oh. Mm. Yeah, you see, in that circumstance, a lot of people would put their fallen comrade down. Mm. Whereas Jorno never stopped believing in him and mm. lifted him up. Mm. And there, it was only through lifting him up and continuing to work with number five that his ultimate victory was assured. Translator's as note uh, This is bullshit. The, t- the two words for up and down are the same in Japanese. That's why it makes sense. Get off my backs, haters. <laughs> You see, what what Mr. did was he turned himself upside down before he lay down so that, for him, down was, was up. up. Oh. I don't get it. It's still down. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape this, Araki. So number five is like, all right, send me over there and I'll bring the boys back. And John Jono's like, no. Come on, boss. Because- Let me go after him. He's very specifically holding the other guys there so that you'll go there and he'll kill you and then Mr. will die. So you know what? How about I go there instead? Because if I die, Mr. Won't. But also, I'm Jorno. I'll never die. That's also true. There's literally no way at this point Jorno can die. Unless we take off both of his hands. Oh, or his head. Which we already did at one point. But he got a special one back. Which he can't die. (laughs) (laughs) So he approaches the tree and is like, I'll use my magic to search for life force in the helicopter. I don't like this. I don't like this magical bullshit. (laughs) He has done the life force engine stuff before. Um, I I guess. It it does feel a bit out of nowhere whenever he does it though. Then he's like, well, can't find anything. Let's just do a big tree attack. (laughs) He punches the tree a lot and like the branches go haywire and surely were anyone in that helicopter, their body would have been pierced by razor sharp wood. Yeah, it's a bit weird how the main form of attack against a helicopter is... A tree. They're natural enemies. <laughs> like, the more I think about it, the more ridiculous it sounds. Where it's like, quick, get the helicopter. Using those roots. <laughs> so he does some stuff and then he goes, that's interesting. Yep. He should be dead. I'll just climb up and get him, I guess. He's, he's still here somewhere. I know he is. He couldn't have escaped the And then the he, he looks out over the city and he's like, uh-oh, big mold time at the Colosseum. Gotta do this quick. So he... Looks in the window. Away for a brief moment. He sees a vital clue surgical equipment why why so serious (laughs) hey have i ever told you the story about my fan translation (laughs) no fan translation there is no story oh yeah i don't really get this bit nick neither do i it just keeps (laughs) happening and i don't know why look sometimes you swing and you don't always hit him you know it's like um it's like babe ruth everyone remembers him like babe laid It's like Babe the Pig. Nick, something happened at the start of this episode when we were watching. Yeah? I think it was when Seko was doing his big reflecty punches, mm-hmm. And you said aloud, it's like Beyblades. Yeah. What did you mean by that? What do you mean, what did I mean by that? Well, how was it like Beyblades? Anytime a Beyblade fights another Beyblade in Beyblades, the first words that come out of any character's mouth is, my God, it's such power. Such speed! Oh, I see, right. He's like that! He's like a Beyblade! Yeah, he was like a Beyblade in that he had power and speed. Yeah, and he could ricochet off the edge of the earth. Like a Beyblade! Asked and answered, Nick. There you go. How many sugar cubes would you like? Um, more. Okie dokie, I'm not gonna continue that bit, (laughs) because I don't like bringing that to our dynamic. (laughs) Liam, feed me. So, he goes into the room, And one of the dying sex, and when I say the the room, room. do you mean the helicopter. helicopter. Ah, of course. He goes into the room of the helicopter. Yep. And one of the dying sex pistols is like, no, it's a trap. The true identity is. Ah. And Jono's all like, what the fuck are you on about? And then, some hilarious bullshit happens. What hilarious bullshit happens? We see half a man just emerge. Yeah, he just, like, comes out of the woodwork. Uh, that's right, the helicopter has wood panelling. <laughs> uh, and he just, like, stabs Jono real good. And Jono's all like, what the fuck? It's, it's gross. Like, his bottom of his spine is hanging out from his torso. And he's just, like, top half of... It's like some The Thing shit. Yeah, but, like, it, it's like the xenomorph and Alien, but only half of a man. And that man know. is a clown? Yeah. So it's just really hilarious when it's in motion, because he's just like, oogie boogie. Yeah. So ridiculous. And he's just like scuttling around the helicopter, being like, ha ha I'll get you, Giorno. Don't you get it, Giorno? Haven't you learned yet? I am the perfect being. Don't you get it, Jorno? I'm a big freaky weirdo, and I cut myself up. I mean, technically correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Giorno tries to climb in again, do a big, um, big muda punch. But alas, it's useless. A secret arm comes out of like the front of the helicopter and punches him in the stomach real hard. And then Ciccolata, uh emboldens us with his mighty words <laughs> and says, yeah, Jorno, you dumb shit. I studied medicine. And I did ruthless human experiments in my youth and figured out just how much of a person you can cut up before they die. And, and I did that to myself. Look at me now, Jorno, the perfect being. In, like, seven pieces. Yes. And he, ch- he filled his chunks with the Green Day mould so that he can move them around independently, too. Ah. Which is, I suppose, not dissimilar to the same trick Risotto Nero pulled. Hey. Oh, yeah, filling up his hand with Metallica. His foot. His foot with Metallica. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. These mafia types, they'll do anything. They'll cut themselves up before they cut you up. Mm-hmm. Sure. That <laughs> actually feels a little bit dumb when I think about it, but maybe it's not. So what he done, yeah, is the reason no one could find him is because he cut himself up and secreted all his parts in in places. Secreted? Yeah, secreted them away. Secreted? Secreted. Secreted. Oh. He secreted them away. I thought you just meant like sweated them out. No. He secreted them. Yeah. He made them a secret. He secreted them. Of course, of course. In like little chambers. Harm, little chambers. Um, (laughs) That should be too small to put a person in. Question: Yeah, who's Little Chambers? Oh, he's my new character. <laughs> I'm Little Chambers. I'm I'm here working down at the courthouse. Uh, welcome. Hey, do you know uh, do you know my buddy Ace? Ace Attorney. No. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no one's called Ace Attorney. Why not? The it, name of the game should be the character it should of be the game. Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney. Yeah, exactly. That's why they call him Ace Phoenix. Ace Attorney, right? Ace Rimmer. Attorney at law So um, he's done that And then he's moving all his body parts around Juno tries to climb in again And he's like Oh but didn't you know That I still had two legs Hiding around here And they beat him up <laughs> So dumb <laughs> Jorno's just getting beaten up by severed limbs. It's really embarrassing. So Jono gets, like, kicked out. Yeah. Quite and literally. That is around his throat, pushing him off the front of the end of the helicopter. And it's like, soon the mould will get you, Jono. And we see it start to form from the tip of his hair. So before he succumbs to the mouldy excretions, he thrusts forward just some random piece of metal? Oh, no, um, so what happens is, um, before, as he was climbing up and leaving number five behind, number five was like, I'm going to go up anyway. It's so number five's turn to be brave. And he brings a single bullet with him and he gets from Mr. Oh, character development. So number five goes up, these big brave times. Has a bullet on him. Yeah. With and, which he can shoot it. Yep. Because of course they have like a kick that can fire bullets. yeah, We know this. Yep. Otherwise, Mrs. Powers, just a whole bunch of dudes being like yee-haw. yee-haw. bullets, bullets. Yeah. Yep. Which is not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> no, they wouldn't steal them because they have to kick to steer. No, they ride them to steer them. They kick to do radical redirections. Ah, of course, of course. Um, and so he kicks the bullet at this stage, and this is like, oh, really? Jorno and Mr. have had some cool combo attacks. Mm. This one freaking rules because it's Mr. combining his core competency of shooting himself mm-hmm. with Jorno's um, powers because Jorno is falling. Yep. The bullet flies through the palm of his hand, allowing Jorno to work his magic upon it mm-hmm. and turning it into like a long strand of branch coming out from the helicopter. Ah. So he's safe from falling. He's on the, the branch. Chickalada gets into the helicopter drive seat. Helicopter still running this whole time. Yeah. Again, very quiet. Yep, yep. Uh, and it's like, but don't you see, Giorno? The branch you're on is alive, which means it too is vulnerable to the. Elements To the downward motion (gasps) mould Oh no So I'll just tilt this I thought for a moment He was tilting the helicopter forward To chop Jorna up with the blades Mm. But no it's to Break the branch And make him fall to his death With the mould Well yeah you got to lean Into your aesthetic You're not going to kill a man With rotary blades If you're about that mould life You know Yes, yeah, so he tilts the chopper, the branch descends, starts to get moldy, and disintegrates. Jono begins to fall. Chickalada is like, ha ha ha, show me your doomed expression, Jojo. You see, when people feel Hashtag blessed. Uh There are two scenarios. One is when they turn their despair into hope. Like when you were coming to kill me before, I got so scared. But now you're so scared and I feel hashtag blessed. You hate to see it. Okay. But the thing you love to see even more that makes you feel hashtag blessed uh-huh. is when someone else is in despair and now you're falling. So enjoy that. <laughs> Just have fun with it, you know. Giorno's also throwing out some good, like, gratuitous Italian around these combo attacks. Like when the hand goes through his palm, he's like, Grazie. Uh, and this time as he's falling and Chicolata is monologuing about like, oh yes, your despair is so sweet and delicious. There's a gunshot sound cut to Jorna and he's falling and he's like finger guns and he's like, oh, bene. Uh, Chicolada's all like, what the fuck? Chicolada's all like, I'm getting shot in the head. And we see, we had a cut, we had like a very brief cutaway to this happening, but unless you know what's happening, you'd probably overlook it because there's mm. so much going on. Right. But the very edge of the branch... Mm-hmm. was snapped off when the mold thing happened. Yes. Flew through the air, ricocheted off the helicopter rotors, okay? Turned back into a bullet because yep. the light it was dead so the life left it. Yep. And then shot him in the head because the bullet <laughs> is, a, is bullet. a bullet, of course. This is like Jonno's most like galaxy g- brain gambit and it's not even over yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trickolad is all like I've been shot in the fucking head. He falls out of the helicopter onto the tree. Giorno hits the rooftop. He's fine. All the mould is disappearing. He's all like... Oh, as Jorno's falling, he's like, Yeah, I did it. Perfect angle because the branch was destroyed by the mo- by the mould and then the bit that uh, turned back into a bullet and shot you while you were BSing. Uh, but I don't feel hashtag blessed at all because I was winning the whole time because I'm Jorno, baby. And then there's the obvious... Dun, sting Yep uh, Number five is like Great so can you heal mister now please Jono's all like Hey number five Shut up for a second Can you move to the right slightly because That guy's still alive I reckon he's faked his own death That I murdered him with <laughs> The perfect crime <laughs> Hey fuckface, Get up I'm giving you the choice no, he doesn't want him to get up, in fact. He wants him to lay right there and be peacefully oh. incapacitated. Hey, he starts don't doing get up. a very long monologue, being like, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that if you can move a few centimetres away before I climb up, you can escape. Then while I'm climbing down again, activate the mole and win. Now, I might have a hole in my right lung, and my subclavanian vein is severed, mm-hmm. and I've got four broken ribs, and a broken humerus, and a broken hand. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. But I'm pretty cool, even though I don't even know if I can climb up there. Just a mere scratch. Oh, at one point also, it's worth just acknowledging that Chickalata sewed himself back together with lightning speed. Oh yeah, true. Not even a stand power, just with lightning speed. And then he's one whole body again. So that makes me question, Mm -hmm. is this the first time he's cut himself up like that, or is he held together by sutures this whole time? Ooh. A question I cannot answer. Did he do... Some serious emergency surgery in the moment, or is he activating contingency that was already in place? Hmm. I don't know. He's pretty crazy. He's pretty crazy either way. Yeah. So, yeah. My stand, gold experience. It's super cool. am going to get you within two metres, but super strong. So if you stay super still, I'll climb up there and incapacitate you, but not do anything else. Otherwise, um, you're fucking dead, mate. Oh, nice. Well, I'm not going to say or do a damn thing. He's just lying there with, like, crossed eyes and his tongue walling out. And Jono's all like, I know you can hear me, probably not dead man. So I'm gonna climb now, starts climbing, and Chickelables like, haha, ha, you asshole! I've taken Mister and the turtle hostage with my arm, which I secretly crawled away. Jono's all like, Oh mate, you made a you made <sighs> a poor decision. One request and you can't even do that. So what happens now, Nick? Number five, no. no what not happens? number now? five. What? A beetle? Oh that's right. So he chews its way out of Chicolata's skull. <laughs> okay, so the bullet from before Jorno was just lying that whole time. Yeah. When he had contact with the bullet before, when he threw it up to his dumb helicopter gunshot trick. Yeah, He slowly imbued it with gold experience mm-hmm. so that after it got lodged in Chicolata's head, it started to slowly evolve into a beetle. I thought it went through, turned into a beetle, then back into a bullet. To then shoot him again. No, I think it just ate through his skull. Did it? Yeah. That's pretty traumatic. Yeah. Let's see some surgery fix that. Yep. I was just monologuing uh, because I wanted to buy time for the beetle to evolve. Great work, me. You know how it is, man. And Chikolata's like... uh, but you said that if I stayed still, you, would, you wouldn't do anything permanent to hurt me. And Jorno's like, oh, please. I mean, I definitely was going to kill you I'm this a whole gangster, time. mate, and you suck. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. Yeah, well, I also steal other people's cars. What are you going to do about it? Jono gives us a beat up for the ages. Okay, so, okay, before we started recording, you said that you had statistics on the beat up because he mooda, muta, mooda, muta, mooders... For For a a long long time time. This in fact Beats out The number of pages Slash panels Given to the Dan of Steel Beater Oh This one In the uh, Shonen manga Publication Uh Went for Seven pages (laughs) Seven (laughs) pages Yep What the hell in the anime adaptation of *Vento Oreo*, the beatdown lasts for thirty seconds, making it not only ten seconds longer than Dan of Steel's beatdown, but the longest beatdown in the entire anime to date. Wow, that is hilarious. Jono is just having the time of his life, really capitalising on that uh, beating down on a horrible. On that sincere emotion that he expressed for the first time last episode, being like, "Man, I hate this guy." Yeah, uh, and then he. He does something that I was really disappointed at your lack of reaction to, which he screams out the uh, the Do Vampire noise while he's doing it, just right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Chickalada when we heard it. No, nope. but no, apparently it's John. No, just tapping into his inner inner dad. God damn, god damn, what a lad! Mm-hmm. What an absolute lad. I mean, Do obviously great a asshole, but absolute lad, Jono. Yeah. Hot damn, hot damn, seven. Pages! Seven pages. Is there any images we can find where it's like a compilation of the seven pages? Oh god. Oh my god. As you can see, they're all like one to two panel pages, but still. But still, why are there so many of them? That's a lot of chapter real estate. Do you reckon Ariki just went, you know what, fuck this guy. Oh man, that is amazing. Amazing. Oh my god, look at it go. Just like punching holes through his body, real intense, like... Is that his spine in the back there? Yep. Nice. But to be fair, he exposed it earlier, so... (laughs) He exposed his spine to me. Turnabout is fair play. (laughs) So that's Chocolata. That's a wrap on Chocolata. He's well fucking dead now. Mm Mm-hmm. They beat him up, uh, Mr.'s fine, and it's like, oh, but what's this cell phone here? Was he on the phone while he was while he was fighting us? That's just rude. So then we cut away to uh Seko. Seko. in his cave. And he's all down in his little cave being like, oh, oh, I wonder how the master is doing. He checks his phone, he's all like, pick up. Pick it takes up. him like a minute to figure out what voicemail is. It's like, what are these flashing buttons? <gasps> voicemail, how do I make it work? Uh, <laughs> hey. What's up? It's me, Chicolata. I just killed Mr. Joino's coming. I'm going to win. I'm going to give you a heap of sugar cubes. going to scratch your back. How many do you want? <gasps> Two? No, I want more, Master. I'm going to give you five, baby. <gasps> anyway, um, we're invincible. We're going to become even stronger than the boss. The strong have a moral duty to rule over the weak. That's right, I'm a fascist too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, that's not going to lead to any weird implications. And also, one more thing. What is it, voicemail? I love you. <gasps> He loves me. Bye. I just love, in that whole thing, I was like, he's going to say... Is he going to say that he loves him? And then it's like, I love you. And then his face pops yeah. up. I was like, they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. So funny. This guy... So funny. This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> I love him, but I hate him at the same time. Yeah. And what so was then, in the second voicemail? Well, we don't know. I genuinely don't remember if we ever get that content. I don't, I don't think we do. But Bru- we go to Bruno, who sails up to a little little pole next to a coffee shop and it says uh, something espresso espresso cappuccino <gasps> cappuccino espresso yep so he sidles up to this pole and he's all like great I think I've outrun Secco the guy who I don't know the name of yet but for convenience purposes I will refer to as Secco Then we see the floor around him start to do that like pooling effect. Mm. Uh, and then and Seko Seko's there being like, I'm gonna kill you. Emerges from the ground as if he's heard some very bad news about his master. Oh yes, that'd be the second voicemail, yes. I'm sure. <laughs> um, and then we see, bleh, we see a glimmer of something in the distance. A sort of glint as if someone was using a telescope or some binox. <gasps> some kind of binoculars. And we see like, vaguely silhouetted, but enough detail. There's a man... In a wheelchair, in the Coliseum, like, hey, I'm watching this. Hey, are you watching this? There's a murder happening downstairs. What do you describe this guy? Uh, he looks old, mm-hmm. uh, in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and he has, I think he has a beard. I think he has a beard, vaguely, kind of beard, beardy man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got binoculars, he's wearing clothing, and he's very mysterious. Can't quite make out his face yet, mm. but uh, yeah, he's definitely watching Bruno and Seko. With binoculars, ah, from the Colosseum, oh, which is where we need to meet the guy from the Coliseum. Oh my God! But it wouldn't be this guy. No, no. he wouldn't be in no. binoculars. No doubt, no doubt, my mind. Nick, yes, let's talk about Oasis, <gasps> which is of course the name of Seko's Seko stand. stand in the JoJo Valet commentary mm-hmm. for Little Boy Oasis. He says, This is very sultry. Much like the idea of skate- skating across the ground, this one swims through the ground. Ah, mm. like Yacha. The stand covers the body like a wetsuit and the surface is covered with scales so it can move through the ground more easily. I see. How That's very a practical. That's a pretty ordinary Jojo Velocometrics. Yeah, you no. got the sort of content you might, say, expect to have in this sort of thing. <laughs> but where's my ladybug? Where's my weird tales about strange happenings that inspired some weird ancient looking thing? Not this time. Not this time. Just a gimp suit and practical abilities. So Oasis. Oasis, an English rock band formed in Manchester in 1991. Hey Liam. The Gallaghers. Hey Liam, play Wonderwall. I will never play Wonderwall. You're a good man. You're doing God's work. Yeah, we know Oasis. The Gallagher brothers are kind of famously kind of dickheads. I think spe- spe- specifically Liam, I think. But you're Liam. But I'm Liam. Liam Smaliger? <laughs> one of the co-brothers. I don't know what you're doing. And I'm Nick Gallagher, the other co-brother. Right about now. The, the funk, funk Soul, soul brother. brother. Check it about out now. now. When will the... <laughs> Nick. Yes? Is the Funk Soul Brother the waiting of Godot of music? (laughs) Waiting (laughs) waiting for Godot? Godot showed up. No, he doesn't. Doesn't he? No, that's the whole thing. Oh, I thought he did. It's like two hobo clowns just being like, we're here, we're waiting for Godot. Oh. Oh, I thought Godot showed up and then sang a sad song about, like, dudes. About memory. Oh, (laughs) I'm thinking. He shows up and he sings memory from Cats. I'm thinking Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. Where it was like, there's no fiddler on the fucking roof. And then at the end, there's a fiddler on the roof. And I went, oh, there's a fiddler on the roof. Also, Waiting for Godot isn't a musical. Which one's Waiting for Godot? That's the one with like two clowns in the in the park. And they're like, we're waiting for Godot. Let's unpack society and capitalism and communism. Is this a movie or a play? A play. Waiting for Godot. Oh! Es- tr- Estragon is one of their names, I think. It's not the one that's like super, super high energy. Is it? And they're literally just sitting there for the whole time, but they're doing stuff? Yeah, they're waiting for Godot. Reminds me thinking Hamlet. You just saw Hamlet. We talked about it the see other Hamlet week at the Pop-Up Globe, baby. Why are you plugging? Cuz it was really good. Support the fucking arts. Waiting for Godot is a play by Samuel Beckett in which Vladimir and Estragon wait for the arrival of someone named Godot who never arrives, and while waiting they engage in a variety of discussions and encounter three other characters. <laughs> wow. Low on character count. 2 plus 3 is not 20. That's true, it's not. Mm. The boy. Godot. Who is Godot? Is it God or Todd? Toddog. What are you doing? It's Godot backwards! I need to stop talking, start talking so you stop trying to fill silence. <laughs> so, that is Oasis. <laughs> Oasis, a band that I have never truly enjoyed. Neither. Uh, they have some real banger songs when they have like their sheet music. Because all of them start with bracket, with attitude, close bracket. That's pretty cool. No, it's not! It's (laughs) not cool! I respect the move. Ugh. And that's Oasis. And that's this episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Liam. Nick. What did you think of this episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 Vento Oreo episode number 21, 31? Entitled, uh, Oasis and Chocolate. Well, Nick, would you like me to break it down in, for instance, maybe a sort of highlight slash low light format? I would. Okay. My highlight mm-hmm. is Jorno's Galaxy Brain <laughs> Bullet to Branch to Back to Bullet to Beetle Gambit. I was winning the whole time, and you never would have seen it coming. This is this is the only thing, possibly more elaborate, than sending a snake across the country to kill someone. <laughs> elaborate that's very direct it just takes a while why do you like it so much though it's just so like i well actually next level genuinely it's like a fun use of his power Hmm. but it's also just so over the top and ridiculous yes but good and it's like it's like good like combo points oh so good so good nick my highlight liam would have to be the first time we see separated chocolate because he just does this little wiggle And I went, what? 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 What's going on? What the fuck? And you just think to yourself, what in the fuck? Why is he suddenly just half a man with a spinal column? Little did you realise this was by his design. Yeah. You're just like, what? What even? Boy, that helicopter crash hit him harder than I expected. Amazing. Uh, Yeah, just something about that appeals to my love of cannibal corpse and macabre inside of me. That's just like... So he literally chopped himself up mm. to waddle around <laughs> more effectively. Yes, please. I love it. Fair call. So ridiculous. Your low light? <sighs> it's a tricky call. I think we all know what it has to be. Go on. Waiting for Godot. <laughs> he never came. My low light is... It's unfortunate because I don't think there's a way to get around it. Mm-hmm. But I think my low light is the way they sort of had to awkwardly bookend this episode with the two Bruno and Secco scenes. Yeah... Yeah, alright, I'll pay that. Mm. Okay, sure, but why? Do you feel as though that battle could have ended at the same time as the mould? No, but I feel as though, like, just awkwardly starting it and then leaving it for the rest of the episode is yeah. not as good as it could be. But also, you kind of need to get it started to come back to it later. I guess, yeah, yeah. So I don't have a solution, but I feel like it's still a bit awkward. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it's still, it's not that bad, though. Unless, of course, we did this whole battle, this episode, uh, and we saw, like, um, the the reverse would be more appropriate, I suppose, but if they were were implied to be happening at the same time and, like, over the course of next episode, we saw, like, ramifications of the mould still ongoing and the tree getting bigger and things Mm. like that just in the background. That'd be very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to happen? No. Uh... (laughs) Ah... My low light, Liam. Yep. Is Seko's voicemail. <laughs> it's like, we know he has two voicemails, but we don't hear the second one. Just a weird amount of, I love you. Okay, sure. What could be in the second voicemail? Probably his death. Hey, I'm lying here now. Jono thinks I'm dead, but I'm quite obviously on the phone to you. It's just like, okay, sure. Why can't we just hear, like, or at least confirm that that's what was on it? I don't know. It's I'm just, sure we will. It's just artificial drama for the sake of, you know, come back next I'm week. I'm just not invested in these two serial killers' relationship. I know! Ooh. And one of them's a GIMP! They, of any well, possible... going to kink shame. If any possible combination of serial killers is going to appeal to me, it's GIMP and Mold Man. Nick, Mold Man has been defeated, but GIMP remains at large. <laughs> A mysterious man watches from the Colosseum. Voyeur or exhibitionist. Mm. Only time will tell. Doppio, still on his way. Oh, yeah. What will happen (laughs) next time on Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, part five, Vento Aureo in Green Day and Oasis, part three. I think think Seko's going to die. Oh, how? I think he might get killed. How? I think Bruno might actually not be able to beat him. And wheelchair guy with binoculars will have to beat him. Oh, what does wheelchair guy do? He probably has some kind of stand. Oh, like what? Maybe it's a long range stand. Oh, it's like a sniper. Yeah, like he had the glint from the binoculars. We saw him watching from afar. Maybe he's like a super paranoid guy who's like... Maybe he's got the sniper equivalent of a whole horse's stand. What, where it's better the further away it gets? And also it's long. (laughs) Like a gun should be? Yeah. I mean, maybe. But like a sniper rifle. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I think it'll probably <laughs> That be, would be stupid. It, pro- it has to be some kind of, um... Magical power. Yeah, with some weird abstract flavour. So maybe it'll be, if I can see them... Through my telescope. Through my binoculars. Oh, yeah, that's like two telescopes. What if, what if his binoculars are his stand? And what do they do? Maybe, like, if he sees someone, he can't necessarily control them. But he can, like... Annoy them. Yeah, he can mess around with them, right? And the closer they get, the less powerful it becomes. Maybe. 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 Oh. Maybe it's something to do with he can warp reality using his binoculars. Yeah. I can see in your eyes you hate this. I No, I love it, but it, it, I don't know what it could be. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to help in the fight or not. What's going to happen to Secco Well, he's going to fucking die, isn't he? Okay. Maybe it'll be something like he gets paralysed by Roman Colosseum Man. Mm-hmm. And then Bruno, Bruno puts Bruno his pin- hand through his heart. Yeah. He cackewings some heart. Yeah. Um, and what's all- going to happen to Bruno? Bruno's not going to die yet, surely. Okay. He was saying last episode, he doesn't think he has much time left. Yeah. But how much time is not much time? Yeah, probably like three, four episodes. Okay. Maybe. I don't think he's going to die next episode purely because he, he took some damage, but he's not dead. And I reckon the t- when he's gonna die, he's gonna die hard. He's gonna be for a sacrifice. He's gonna or something. die hard, man. Exactly. What is Doppio up to? On his way to Rome. Okay. He's on a train or something. What hidden wisdom? Hidden wisdom. Hidden wisdom. Hidden wisdom. Hidden wisdom. Does the Colosseum man have to share? Hmm. We already know about space virus. Yep. Yeah. We know about arrow. We know he has an arrow, and we know now that he's in a wheelchair. So perhaps it's the hidden wisdom. Of acceptance and diversity <laughs> in society. Sure. And correctly made civil engineered structures. Oh, with he's all about accessibility. Access. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hidden wisdom. What if it's something like the arrow isn't just an arrow. It has another it's secret power. a key. Power. Yeah, a key to kill people. Just insert it into their it unlocks heart. unlocks their death. Twist and then release. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but maybe it's something like if... If you have the arrow and you do something, because all of them have the same shape, like the weird arrowhead shape. Yeah, like they're the all weird, shaped like arrows. And the weird beetle thing on the top. Do they? Yeah, they've all got that weird red thing on top, don't it's they? It's not red. Isn't it? It's <laughs> not red, it's gold like the rest of it. No, the, the thing that's like gold, but then it has like a ruby or It's got or green something eyes. On. It's got green eyes and red hair, like me. <laughs> Um, no, it's got a, like a red ruby in it, doesn't it? I don't think it does. The red stone of age. Oh. <laughs> there you go. It all comes back. Um, a stone amplifies Hamon. Oh. Where Hamon? I I don't, maybe, uh, maybe it could be something like, maybe if you combine multiple arrows, something happens, but I don't think that's going to be it because we've only seen one arrow in mm, Italy. Mm. Um, one arrow in Italy before now. Yeah. This dude's got a whole fucking quill. i will have to go back and get Polpo's stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Maybe he, maybe he has an arrow. Yep. And he knows a secret about the arrow. Yep. That has to do not with killing people, but maybe with like super powering up your stand. Yep. So maybe there's like another level of stand oh. power you wow. know power escalation cool I love that you love escalation <laughs> and then next part we'll completely forget that ever happened and be like oh, reject we're not it. gonna completely forget ordinary stands and sip the new baseline uh, just like anime always does and it's the worst no we're just gonna be like you know what no stands in this part just cool people <laughs> yep this time yep. it's about Troubles with girls Aww. and high school drama. We already did high school drama. No, just, we didn't. We just just did outside of girls. We did literally outside of high school. They went to some classes. We never saw them in class. Exactly. We saw them in classrooms. This was not Persona. <laughs> um, Any other thoughts on Mysterious Hacker Man? Hmm. I mean, he's obviously the guy with binoculars. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he... You know what? This is going to sound really weird, but there's this video game called Killer 7. I'm vaguely familiar. Uh, one of the guys is in a wheelchair and he has a big sniper rifle. And when you said, "Oh, maybe he has a big sniper rifle that shoots big," bull- you know who else who's is in a wheelchair and has a sniper rifle? Who? The End from Metal Gear Solid <gasps> Three. Snake Eater. He's not in a wheelchair. He's for, for a while, is he? Yeah. Oh, because he's a Oh yeah, man. The End. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not a sniper rifle guy. He's um, yeah, he is. Oh no, I'm thinking the guilt or whatever it is. That's not the misery. The fury. The yeah. fear. The fear. Yeah. Wait, no, the fear. Okay, so there's the pain, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the pain's He's the beast. the B guy. Yep. The fear, which is like crawl around, be a big weirdo guy. That's the fear? I'm pretty sure. I thought the fear was, um... Hang on, wait, wait. Keep going. Fury's flamethrower. Yep, flamethrower astronaut who went to space and got so angry that he burst into flame. Yep. Then there's, um... Uh, The the end end. Who's Sniper And then the last one Who's the guilt Or the misery Or something The sorrow The sorrow Who is a ghost A ghost thing is he's a ghost He's a ghost man Okay He's also Revolver Ocelot's dad Oh shit There you go And the boss is his mum Ah. And she is of course The Joy Hang on wait He Is Revolver Ocelot's dad Yeah And the boss is his mum Yeah No is Revolver Ocelot's mum Oh right So the boss Is Revolver Ocelot's mum Yeah not Big Boss. I don't know if either of them ever yeah. realised that. Yeah. No, I didn't realise that. But okay. Um. So, I reckon... Anyway, there's this game called Killer7. Yeah. Right? And one of the guys has a huge sniper rifle. And he's in a wheelchair. He's a wheelchair, old man, big hat, wide brim. Maybe he was inspired by this Jojo's guy. Bizarre Adventure. So maybe this guy doesn't have a stand sniper rifle. Maybe he just has a giant fucking sniper rifle that he keeps on the back of his wheelchair... And has to like three arm get out in order to shoot it. Where's the third arm come from? Uh, I think we both know the answer to that one. His stand. Oh. Yeah. That is his stand, just another arm. Cool. Nothing else. <laughs> just an arm. Cool, okay. Yep, that's what I reckon. Any other bombshell predictions you want to drop before we wrap it up? The Colosseum will explode. Cool. <laughs> uh, no, nah, that's probably it. And what of the turtle? Oh shit, not Coco Jumbo. He's the best of us. I mean, he's still around, isn't he? Yeah. He was put down on the ground. Oh. Yeah. So, um, great. That's JoJo's World, baby. Uh, Theme music is M- M- Jodely by Milk Juice. <laughs> That's me. Yep. That's me. That's the correct name. Yeah. 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 Um, and we are on Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher. All sorts of crazy shit. Podbean. If you'd like to support us financially and get a shout out on the show, listen to some bonus content about children's toys Araki's favourite children's toys sorry Araki's favourite top five but now narrow, narrowed down to the top two which ones will it be our Patreons know obviously because it's pretty obvious but which ones will it be you can support us on patreon.com slash Jojo's World and until next time folks to be continued, continued really tempted to go go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) don't antagonise our fans